Richard Hager. Maynard. I know of a, a piece of property that is only 14 by 30 feet. Mm-hmm. And the curious thing is, it's under 35 feet of water, <laughs> and they're asking $95,000 for it. Can you believe that? I can, as a matter of fact. You yeah. must be talking about a place to put a floating home on Lake Union. Why, I am. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, they are selling uh, moorage slips, if you will. And these are a place that are not necessarily designed to park your boat. It is designed for you to build a house, have it floated onto a barge, and moor it at these places. So and that's Lake Union in yep. Seattle. There aren't many cities where you can buy water. <laughs> yes, literally the surface of it. Um, pretty much you've got Vancouver, Canada, Seattle, Washington, uh, Van- uh, Vancouver, Portland will have that along the Willamette and the Columbia River, and then you'll have down San Francisco, Sausalito area. That's about it where you can have house boats these days. And that's a place where you, you tie it up to the pilings, you have water, sewer, electrical connections, and you it's a permanent place to live. It's not a place to bring your sailboat in, in part. Uh, you can, but, yeah, these are houses, and there's some nice, nice houses on these places. And the availability of houseboats compared to something on land. Well, obviously, you you were talking about that little small slice, you know, 15 by 30 feet and things like that. They're very expensive. Um, One has recently sold for close to a million dollars, literally in the last 60 days here. So there is a demand for these houseboat sites. There are very few. Very few are able to get around the rigorous government requirements and the, the things there. Because, again, you have to run sewer lines out to these houseboats, water lines. They have to be able to flex up and down as the lake levels move. Imagine your electricity. Oh, yeah, water doesn't mix. So they, they are more expensive. They are usually condominiumized. So you own your condo slip itself together with an undivided interest in, like, the pier that goes out. Roanoke Reef over on the east side of Lake, uh, Lake Union would be a similar uh, example of something like that. And you park your car on site. Uh, it's up on the dry land. They may well, I've seen that house. area, and parking is one of your hampered by parking. True. There's not a tremendous amount of it. And what are some of the other, what are the advantages, disadvantages of land versus lake? Lake has a certain allure, a glamour oh, it does. to it, it a novelty to it, but... Do, do people live there for a long, long time, or do they kind of grow weary of I walking know, up and down I've, a dock? I've had both. I've had friends that have lived there for 20-plus years. I have another friend who owns the land, and he enjoys having the, the people around. And others, they get very tired of it after a year or two. Because you're right, you got to park your car, schlep all of your groceries out to your parking spot, then come on back. And so when it rains in Seattle, it does that, right? Um, it's not as much fun. So the advantages of this is you're in the downtown core, you're quick access to everything, you're on the lake. And even though you're perfect for earthquakes, it is. You can just watch the ripples. And on the other side of that, the disadvantages you got a lot of parking problems, you got to get wet. But at the end of the day, it's something unique. And God bless Seattle for having it. Richard Hager, mm-hmm. you look stunning in your life jacket. <laughs> I'm going to a houseboat.